G'day, it's Ben Davis. Thanks for catching up on Mornings here on SENQ. But you know what? You can also catch up some great content with other SEN shows, such as Brekkie with Patty and Heels, The Captain's Run with Cameron Smith and Denon Kemp, all on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. But until then, sit back and enjoy and make sure you tell your mates. Right now, I want to drill into NRL expansion. Now that season 23 is done and dusted, we are into the internationals. The Pacific Championship is underway. And we know that Port Moresby, uh, over this month, is hosting internationals every weekend. But they are also in the process of putting together a bid to have a PNG team in the NRL, the 18th team. We, we know expansion is inevitable. We know it's got to happen getting an even number in the competition. Uh, Here at East in Brisbane, the Tigers, they're putting together a bid. We've spoken about Perth in the past, but what does the PNG bid look like? What does it bring? We know it has support from Canberra. Uh, Earlier this year, the Albanese government pledged a bid over $5.5 million to the bid. They'd like to see it happen. So there is political clout coming into this. Well, let's find out what else it brings, where they may be situated, what the bid looks like. Andrew Hill is the leader, the bid leader for the PNG NRL licence. So we're on the line now. Andrew, very good morning to you. Good morning, Ben. Uh, The PNG bid, how are things travelling? What's it look like now at the end of 2023? Well, it's exciting. Uh, I've just heard your intro and, of course, there's plenty of other bids that are doing great work as well. But... um, there's nothing like rugby league in PNG. Uh, nothing else can compare to the excitement, the movement, the colour, uh, the passion that uh, Papua New Guineans have for, for rugby league. Um, but we're, we're just taking it slow. We're obviously waiting for a lot more information from the ARLC around uh, criteria uh, and when they're ready to expand. But we're, we're setting the building blocks um, as we speak for, for future success. And Andrew, I've got to say, you're real qualified to talk about the passion of rugby league in PNG. I mean, you've seen passion of rugby league all over the world. Um, people might be familiar with your name as part of the, well, you were the, um, you're running the Bulldogs at one point, but you're also in charge of the 2017 uh, World Cup before joining Canterbury. So you, you've seen rugby league all over the globe. Yeah, Ben, I think the game does unite and inspire. And I know a lot of sports administrators will say that. Um, but across the Pacific, not just in PNG, rugby league is more than a game. It's a way of life. Um, back in 2017, we brought three World Cup games uh, to PNG. The first time ever a major professional sport had the confidence to do such uh, 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 a venture. Uh, and those games were broadcast right around the world. And I think when people talk about legacy from a, a tournament such as a World Cup, I think our biggest legacy back in 2017 is where we are right now. People now have the confidence to take major events to PNG. Of course, we've got the Pacific Championships that are being broadcast live back here in Australia and around the world. So the capability in PNG may surprise people. Um, I know I have a lot of conversations about, oh, what's the infrastructure like? Um, Now, there's a great stadium. We have three tremendous stadiums, uh, NRL uh, equivalent. Uh, and, and that's what excites us, being able to harness that passion, excitement and give them their own team to follow. Um, Andrew, is that Santos Stadium? Is that, is that the name of it in, in yes. Port Moresby? Yep. Yes. Yep. Um, yes. How, how many, paint us the picture. What's, what's that infrastructure look like? How many does, uh, does that hold? 
Yeah, it's a boutique stadium, I think we would call it, Ben, here in Australia. It's uh, built in 2016, uh, opened up uh, in the 2017 season, and, of course, we played those three World Cup games there. Capacity is 15,000, a great corporate facility, um, both uh, indoor suites um, and outdoor boxes. Uh, There's a corporate lounge that holds over 300, so there's about over 1,000 corporates um, air-conditioned dressing sheds, um, big gym, wrestling rooms, everything that you would expect an NRL franchise to have is at Santos Stadium. And and all credit to, to the past governments in PNG and the current government, they've got three of those stadia around uh, Port Moresby. Uh, so we're very fortunate that uh, that I think our infrastructure will surprise people. Um, when they when they see or some many people have already seen it on TV and the commentary is wow we didn't know that you know that the field looked so good and you know the deck the deck is as good as you know I think um, Gold Coast have probably got the best playing surface in the NRL every time you see it it looks beautiful um, ours isn't too far behind uh, and the curator of Suncorp Stadium we fly him up and he checks it out a couple of times a year for us so we you know, we have really good people involved. Andrew Hill, my guest this morning, he is uh, the bid leader for the PNG NRL licence. We know there's a lot of water to go under that bridge before it's even uh, officiated. Um, Andrew, you're working towards a timeline. Is there anything from the the commission to to give you uh, almost a a, a deadline to be ready by? Well, nothing in concrete. And of course, the broadcast renegotiations or or negotiations will be um, paramount to any decision. Um, 27, 2027, 2028 um, are the indicative years. Uh, the Prime Minister of uh, PNG, Honourable James Marapo, has asked his counterpart here in Australia um, for support and uh, a potential outcome by the end of 2025. Um, a lot of your listeners uh, may or may not be aware that uh, PNG gained independence from Australia uh, 50 years in 2025. And so in considering what type of gift Australia should give to the people of PNG to celebrate the independence from Australia, um, Prime Minister Marape has suggested the NRL franchise as the 18th team would be a, a fair gift. You, you've got plenty there in the armoury, haven't you? You've got the infrastructure argument. You've got the romantic notion, the, the heartstrings to pull on as well. What are some of the other conversations you, you have, Andrew, around this? I mean, you mentioned infrastructure. Uh, what, are, what are some of the other things that people are asking you about NRL in PNG? Look, I think we've got, we've got to focus on, on the youth. Um, and with that comes an understanding that whilst they've had a passion for the game for 50 years, Rugby League has pretty much left PNG to their own devices in many, many ways. Um, from time to time, you know, people have dropped in and tried to help, but but it hasn't been a coordinated long-term view. Um, and everyone has done some really good work. But but when you're looking at 14, 15, 16-year-old players over there, they just don't have the luxury of what we do here in Australia in terms of their their understanding of healthy lifestyles, their nutrition, their coaching. You know, we're very fortunate. All sport here in Australia has got great coaching framework and a great volunteer um, network. And so a a 10-year-old boy or girl here gets great, great uh, coaching from, you know, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. They're they're qualified coaches. They know how to look after injuries. We teach the kids how to eat. 
that hasn't existed in PNG. So a, a, a big focus of ours is around coaching, it's development, it's putting frameworks in. That's a slow burn, bed. And so when people ask, what are we doing? And I go, oh, we're, we're, we're really just focusing on 14, 15 year olds. They sort of scratch their head. Some of those other things, corporate support. Um, I giggle, people tell me that we won't have money. We will be the most well-supported NRL team in the competition. We are by far, the, the, the PNG hunters are by far the, the most well-supported team in the Queensland Cup. Um, it, it is ridiculously how well-supported. Some of the biggest companies in the world are based in PNG. Um, Newmont have just taken over an Australian company called Newcrest. It's the world's largest gold mine, the world's largest. And they're based in PNG. They're, they're a proud organisation doing business in PNG, and 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 they'll be very excited to be partnering with the NRL, as as will many many other supporters. So, um, looking after the youth, getting coaching frameworks in, setting policies, procedures. Um, Tony Archer, former referee, has just been appointed to come over and and spend three years in PNG. Talking to him this morning about setting up the right structures for refereeing, and so. We will leave no no stone unturned. Not only is it about the, the immediacy around the bid, but it's about the framework, long-term sustainability, getting the game on par with with Australia is very important for us. Andrew, two questions from me, and one of them may sound a little naive, and it is around security and well-being for athletes travelling into that country and maybe even supporters as well. Um, and I say it may be naive because we hear stories about yes. how safe uh, PNG may be, um, Moresby and the like, uh, especially in the Highlands. What, what, what can you tell us and, and my listeners about that? Yeah, look, it, it, it's, it's a challenge for us, Ben. We can't, um, you know, people's perceptions, we have to work really hard. Um, in, terms of, in terms of a lot of the stories you hear, they're not from Port Moresby, they're generally from the Highlands. And, and yes, that they have had challenges in the Highlands. Port Moresby itself, and in particular, the last five or 10 years with the big, big businesses that are now rolling uh, into town, it, it is vastly different, vastly different. Um, you know, we have, we have a Queensland Cup team going there every fortnight to play in the Q Cup and have done that for the last 10 years. We have uh, the women's teams going to PNG. Uh, we have um, all these games being played this, this month uh, for men and women. Uh, of course, we have to take precautions. Uh, you know, the hotels are, are, are wonderful hotels. Um, they don't walk around the streets at night, but I think um, some of us perhaps have looked at footage of what happens here in Australia and, and in particularly in Queensland at the moment after dark, um, and we don't feel too comfortable. But look, it is a challenge. Uh, Port Moresby is, is not the Port Moresby that it was 15, 20 years ago. Mm -hmm. um, and we've, we've not had any issues with, with our rugby league teams there at all. Final one from me, and you may have, uh, I guess, touched on it in, in that answer as well. Definitely based in, in Moresby, is there, there's no consideration or is there consideration of, of being based in Queensland or even north Queensland? No, very open mind uh, on that. I mean, at the moment, we are talking about... Uh, a potential Cairns location for the initial stages um, of the bid. Um, of course, we've got to be able to track coaches and players and administrators as well. Um, uh, we would be playing our games out of Port Moresby because the facilities are so good. But but definitely looking at 
um, an Australian base uh, for the first few years. And this is where the, you know, the, the PNG government is so progressive. They understand we may have to, to um, deviate from what our number one desire is, uh, and that might be to be based in Cairns for the first few years. Um, we're keeping a really open mind as we go down this journey, um, as more information comes on board, uh, we will continue to consider it. You know, people are talking about a Pacifica team. Um, it may surprise you, but we've had every other bid reach out to us. Everyone else wants a part of PNG and Pacific, and that gives us enormous confidence, to be honest, Ben. The fact that people are coming to us saying, can we partner with you, would indicate that, you know, they're, they're hearing the same level of support. When we have two prime ministers of the country thinking it's a great idea to have us, um, yeah, you know, we, we just need to work through that process, but very much an open mind. Andrew, really appreciate the chat this morning, opening our eyes to what uh, could be on the cards as far as the 18th team in the NRL. Andrew Hill, who's leading the bid for the NR for the PNG bid into the NRL. So, from what you've just heard, 13, 13, 55, uh, PNG in the NRL, it, it almost is a natural fit isn't it because we know rugby league is a religion in that part of the world so many questions are around it but what you've just heard does that make you feel more comfortable about it would you support a team from png coming into the nrl that's probably the big question a lot of corporate support in that part of the world. in fact if you've been or had experiences in png bust some myths for us what have been your personal experiences 13 13 55 0467 736 736 20 minutes past 10 we'll get to your calls and texts straight after this